Oh, hello, hello, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. 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 That's a joke Micah's not going to get. No, but I'm joining in. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a joke until like three quarters of the way through. I was about to say it's not a joke, but it is. Brian, when I, so I always wake up second in the morning and when Brian wakes up before me, he'll sense the very Uh second that I'm awake and he'll like get up into my face and he'll go, hello. Oh God. Good morning. <laughs> like like uh it sounds like a Nickelodeon kids uh cartoon character. It is. It very much is. <laughs> Ooh, that is uh quite the way to wake up. That's been the past four years of my life. That's basically what I am is a Nickelodeon <laughs> cartoon character. Oh hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good morning. Oh, how are you? Are you sleeping? You're sleeping. The sun rises. <laughs> the color is blue. The secret slime word is... <laughs> Hello. Oh, God. What show was that from? Was that from Double Dare 2000? No, that was um, Figure It Out with Summer Sanders. Oh, I yeah. loved Figure It Out. First queer crush, honestly. What in the world was the creature that was the... Uh, like, the board was on some sort of thing with a face, but it was a giant circle. Hang on. Figure it out. This is really important. Incredibly. Only the most important. Meal. Uh, conversation topic. Hey, meal uh, on this podcast. So, what is this creature? It's like, a, it looks like Gary the Snail, but with a Meow. circle. Meow. <laughs> Meow. 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 13 times. Uh, what is that thing? I think it's just a face. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a head. Head from the side. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a profile head. What were the two, like, proboscis things on the front? It's a nose and a chin. Yep. That, and that's the brain. I call BS. Okay, the brain makes sense. That, eh, okay, fine. You, you win this one, Summer Sanders. I think that's her name, <laughs> Summer Sanders. Uh, does, there was a kid who invented taco tape on Figure It Out. <gasps> I remember! Do you remember the taco tape? It was, like, tomato-flavored. Yes. What's ta- taco wow. tape like? It's so that your taco doesn't fly open. Um, it was like tape made with tomato paste and sort of like a salsa flavor, and so you could tape a soft ta- a soft taco closed, and it would stay closed, and then you could eat the tape because it was just like a tomato paste. This is a good idea. I don't know why you're being quiet. It is a really good idea. Did they, was that all figured out was, or was there a special episode with like kid creators? I thought that was what it was, was uh, every time someone came on. That's um, what I thought too. It was either kids that had done something like super cool or like they invented something. Yeah. I think there was like a special invention episode. Okay, that may, that must have been it. Let's see. Figure it out. Da, 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 ba, 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 ba. Children with special skills or unique achievements compete as contestants on the show while a panel of four Nickelodeon celebrities try to guess the predetermined phrase that describes the contestant's talent. I wish I had talent. I know. Enough to be on uh, Figure It Out. That would be nice. My brain doesn't work like taco tape. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I, I have the episode right here. Thank you, Daily Motion. What? They're making a taco after playing the game, and then they're, it's a bunch of kids making tacos. Wow. This is so bizarre. <laughs> oh, we have fun here, don't we? We do. Taco Do you know what, tape. what would be really difficult? To eat a taco in the shower. Hey! Hey! 
Parring the Room. Sergeant, welcome the heck back to the show. What'd you have for breakfast? I had cornflakes, just plain cornflakes in some milk, and I ate it fast because I don't like soggy cereal. I like that song. Micah. <laughs> Micah. What milk did you have again? Uh, remind me, you do not like any lactose in your milk, right? Uh, that is, well, my, my stomach doesn't like any lactose in my milk. Mm. I am indifferent. Um, and so, yes, I had, I get this, uh, they make lactate now in a big old container they uh, do and it's my favorite isn't it so great it's so great i literally had to make brian try it because he thought it was going to taste gross and it literally just tastes like milk like good milk it's just like milk yeah it's essentially milk with the chemical already in it that your stomach would otherwise produce to break that more complex sugar uh, known as lactose, down into smaller sugars Wait, that I those of no us idea. can oh, digest. What? Mm-hmm. I thought they took away the lactose. Yeah. No, no, they just they put in lactase enzyme, and so the lactose that's in milk gets broken down into. I think it's called galactose, and there's another one. But galactose is just. It sounds super cool, like it's a transformer. Galactose sounds like. The inner workings of my brain. <laughs> I really didn't like it when Galactose uh, tried to kill half the universe in that one movie. <laughs> oh, no. Spoilers of the milk variety. Uh, <laughs> don't cry spoiled over spoiled milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do you want to know how fried my brain is? Is because the pun that I was trying to make was like, wow, I'm galactose intolerant. <laughs> and then it's like, oh. Oh, but but you're not, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what does that rhyme with? Oh, yeah, lactose. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It's been a hard day. Yes, it, yes. It's been a real hard day. I understand. Well, yeah, so um, that's it's going to taste the same. Uh, it's just got simpler sugars in it for those of us who have uh, trouble getting rid of that good old lactose in our bellies. For those of us with simpler tastes. <laughs> Amen. Allison Truge, what do you have for breakfast? Today, for breakfast, I really didn't eat. And I just had an espresso with lots and lots and lots of lots of lactate milk in it. Lots and lots of locks. That's what I thought. I like have been waking up recently and thinking to myself, like, all I really want is like a milky cup of coffee. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know what's possessed me to be like, <laughs> mm, yes, this is what I would like. But like, I don't know. I've just been really digging it. I didn't even actually wait. I totally did put sugar in it today. But that was basically my breakfast. I had kind of a late start and then I had like a work lunch that I was going to. And like, you know, the thing where you're not hungry at the work lunch and that makes the work lunch really like weird because they're like, do you not like the mm-hmm. food? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I promise I like it. I just ate a big meal. Oh, you know what else I had? I also had a Chobani because I have realized that I think Chobani is actually okay for me to eat. Because of, like, the cultures in it, it, like, doesn't upset my tummy. I don't know. It was blueberry-flavored. Blueberry! I love Chobani. I have intense brand loyalty to them. I once tweeted because, okay, there was this whole thing that happened (laughs) with Chobani. They, like, switched to this new packaging. They have, like, a whole new brand. They super rebranded. It's absolutely gorgeous. And they, like, they started using this new plastic that is, like, totally safe 
but it smells literally like farts. What? I'm not trying to say, like, it smelled bad. Like, it really smelled like farts, particularly. And so I tweeted about it, and they were like, we're so sorry. This is, like, a problem that we've had. We're, like, getting all that plastic, like, out. Like, can we please reimburse you for the yogurt? And they sent me like twenty dollars because I had bought a bu- I'd bought a bunch of yogurt. That's awesome. And so Chobani has my Whoa. heart forever. Good for you, Chobani. You did well. You go, Chobani. It was the best customer service experience I ever had. That's yeah. That's that's incredible. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Anyway, what what that goes to show you is complain on Twitter. <laughs> that's the lesson we're taking from this. Yes. <laughs> I had, uh, similarly to you, Truja, I had a late start. Actually, no, I had a pretty early start, but it was still a morning where I had to go into work, so I didn't really want to. So I was, uh, I had one of your Nespresso's as well. I woke up this morning and made myself a cup of coffee. There was nothing else in it. Uh, I would like to file a bug report to uh, the proprietor of the Allison Truge Nespresso Fund that we get a lighter roast next time. No. Please? No. Please? No. I really like the roast that I got. I really like the roast. It's a good roast, but I want something a little lighter. It's a good roast. You notice it, whenever that pitch goes higher, that's usually a lie. It's a good roast. Okay, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Wait. <laughs> mm. Those things are like a dollar a pop. If you want it, just buy them. Fine, fine, I will. And then uh, once I got into work, I had a granola bar, <laughs> like <laughs> we talked about in that last episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I decided I didn't want to spend any money on food, and here's how it usually goes for me when I go into work. I'll either have something at home which is a little bit lighter and easier to make, something at home that's really heavy and like makes me feel terrible in three hours. Or I'll stop at Dunkin' and get the two-for-five bacon, egg, and cheese croissants, which is healthy yet cost-effective, but the pain in my stomach is not worth the pain in my wallet for not buying a better uh, food for breakfast. So this morning I decided to just do a, uh, a granola bar to tide me over to lunch, when I too, for some reason, true, had a work lunch where we went to... Uh, we went to a Chinese restaurant, and they screwed up my order and did not give me my General Cho's chicken. Instead, they gave me these weird, like, tomato pod bean things. It was really bad. Wait, did we go to the same work lunch? Oh, my God. Do we work at the same place? Wow. Did you say tomato bean? What is a tomato bean? I don't know what this is, but it was, like, some green vegetable simmered in a disgusting-looking clear sauce. It didn't taste like much, but it looked terrible. Are you talking about, like, pea shoots? Was it peach? Can you describe what the vegetable looked like? No, this wasn't peach. Okay, I'm... Uh, was it edamame? It was not edamame. I'm sending this in our super secret text chat. So it looks like oh. beans. Oh, my. In some sort of weird clear sauce. You were meant to eat that? I was meant to eat... This is about halfway through. My coworkers blessed their hearts were... Like, literally blessed their hearts because they're very sweet, not the sarcastic Southern Belle Micah, bless your heart. Um, (laughs) They are one of the sweetest uh, people in the world, and we all, like, shared our meals uh, because uh, they... Because I I didn't get General Cho's chicken, so they're like, no, let's all do it family style. So we did that. That was very sweet. So this is about halfway done. Looking at it, it looks like beans almost. It looks like little dumplings, but with like green dough. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they looked like, but they were slimy. If you you can't really see the insides from this picture, but if you look what at What is that gelatinous substance? It it tasted like nothing, but it looks exactly what you think it looks like. And it's uh, yeah, it was 
pretty gross. Um, but you can see the inside on the very bottom boy at the very, like the very bottom. You can see it almost has the inner structure of a tomato. And that's what biting into it looked like was it felt like you were biting into a cherry tomato. I don't like that. It was disgusting, and I was so angry. Um, but, wow, this is not a lunch podcast. This is a breakfast podcast. <laughs> would it have tasted good in the shower, though? Honestly, <laughs> no, it would not have. Uh, Truge, why did we bring dear, beloved Micah back onto our show? Well, Brian and the listeners at home, I've discovered something about myself that has been like really rocked my world in a way that nothing else in my life has me that is that i love consuming things in the shower oh and i thought what better person to talk about this (laughs) with than micah Sargent, who i learned all of this from and also because we we talked a little bit about uh eating in the shower on the last episode that we had you on right micah Uh uh-huh Okay, so I was thinking, what I want more than anything in the world is to make Brian eat some food in the shower. Yes. And I thought, how do I do that? And I was like, the way we do that is I make like a YouTube-style challenge out of this. Ah. So what we're doing this week is Brian and I are... I think probably for the rest of the week, right? Like three days or five days. I'm not sure. However long. We should discuss. Well, for some sort of, for some amount of days, Brian and I, every morning, will be eating breakfast in the shower. <laughs> and this is kind of like the first part of the episode where Micah gives us some tips and pointers. Brian is really upset about this, and I want to know why. Yeah, that's actually was that was going to be my first question, sort of before we get into things, um, because the the plan here is for me to sort of uh, help answer any questions that you might have before you go on this uh, spiritual journey, and then help allay any fears and try to understand what has Brian so concerned about uh, shower dining, TM. Um, so let us, let us hear from Brian on, on what's going on. What's got you groaning? I am very anxious about having my food be a different texture or temperature than it is optimally enjoyed at. Any listener to this show will know that I vastly prefer very, very hot foods, very, very cold foods, things that have a like way they're meant to be eaten, and I like to eat things at the way they're meant to be eaten exactly the way they're supposed to be. So, being in the dampest environment, the most moist, damp environment, <laughs> I'm using very specific words here. The most moist. Mmm, <laughs> most moist meal. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Ah, 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 now you know how I feel. Uh, I'm concerned about water ruining the food. Um, why should I not be concerned about water ruining the food, Micah? Well, okay, this is all about technique, Brian. Um, there, there is. I've learned. First, go like this. Yeah, and spin around. Stop. <laughs> Double take three times. One, two. Three. People 
who people who have uh, sort of asked me about eating in the shower in the past or attempted to confront me on it, like that it was some ridiculous thing that I was doing, uh, clearly had a misunderstanding of the way that it works. And I am currently trying to dig up a sketch that I made a while back. Oh, yeah. It's in our show notes already because it was our album art for uh, the last episode you were on, episode number... Fundamental side eye. No way. My shower dining uh, diagram was. That's awesome. Uh, So this is the thing. When one eats in the shower, uh, this is this document that I have is called showerpizza.jpg. Um, <laughs> one does not uh, have to stand with the food that they are consuming in um, in the line of the water. The body, your your body acts as a shield uh, to keep whatever food you are consuming. Someone had later asked me about eating Cheetos in the shower. So I replaced the pizza in my original diagram with a bag of Cheetos because it is the same principle. Your right. body gets showered on one side, usually your back, while you enjoy your beverage or your food facing away from it. Now, it is true that steam can affect uh, the the meal, but that takes a lot longer than what you ever should be spending on eating in the shower. Like, if I am in the mood or the moment or the the sort of feel to want to hop in the shower with something to eat, it is the first thing that I do. A lot of people... Okay. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, whenever they turn on the shower, and this is for me too, like, I have a little period of time where I sort of get my body acclimated to the the temperature and you kind of like let your whole body get wet by the water. And so that whole period where you're sort of getting into things becomes the period in which you are consuming whatever thing you've brought with you. Now that doesn't have to pertain to, to beverages. And we'll talk about that in a moment, but that's sort of the, the basic um, way that, the, the basic questions answered is like you don't want to sit your pizza down on the side of your shower while you continue to wash yourself because that's not the point of it. That's that's not not what you're doing. Well, especially because like the shower where you are going to be eating food, that's going to be one of your main activities while you're there. Exactly. Also, I want to like very quickly also get into like why exactly we like eating and consuming things in the shower. Because I think there are probably some listeners being like, why in the world do you like to do that? Um, And one (laughs) co-host. I would love to hear your answer for that, Micah. Yeah. um, So I'm actually looking back through my text uh, transcripts here because I wrote up this thing. um, Truge, you had messaged me and you were like... I tried drinking coffee in the shower and it was the most profound part of my whole day. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, I'm so happy. Uh, And that's actually what ended up leading to this. But uh, here's what I said. If I had a limitless supply of money or magic, I'd have a room that looked like a natural cave. At its entry would be a steamy, perfectly heated waterfall. You'd walk through and it would be like a steam room with areas of hot water pouring over your head like a shower. Lots of natural benches and ledges everywhere. You could sit in the waterfall room all day drinking coffee eating apples and bananas and yogurt and any food or drink your heart desires and you could read on a waterproof kindle or you could fiddle around on your waterproof iphone you could listen to music and podcasts with the waterproof sound system oh 
be my heaven. Thanks to listener Micah for sending in uh, his dream to Lucid at <laughs> lucid.show. Uh, please listen to that. No, that, like, that's my not, not a dream that I've had, but a, like a, a dream in life would be to be able to do this. And here's the thing for me. Um, there are two times when I am like at my best in terms of sort of, I would say like openness to the universe. I know this sounds so silly, but my my mind is more open. My body is more more open to like accepting of experiences, uh, and that is when I am driving, and when I am in the shower. Uh, a lot of people, yeah. right? A lot of people talk about how they get their best ideas whenever they're driving or in the shower, and that's the truth for me. But I have, uh, I think I've said it on this podcast. I've said it on other podcasts before. I don't have, I have hardly any. Uh, emotional connection to food uh, in in many cases. Like food is a means to an end for me in so many ways that I get. Why do you listen to this podcast? (laughs) Because you two are delightful. (laughs) Uh, And so I don't get joy at all really out of most uh, food. And it's like I get annoyed whenever my stomach is going, I'm really hungry. You need to feed me. And so I try to find things that I can just make really quickly and get and are the most filling and get my stomach sort of back to where I can ignore it. Now, while that's the case in most cases, when it comes to eating in the shower, like it takes on this whole other, this whole other feeling for me. And it, it means more there. And so I think that's why, like, I just I feel so at ease and so at peace in the shower. Why not add more to that experience? I totally agree. I think also for me, it's this idea that like the things in my day that I typically rush through, but I really love when I'm able to really take my time. Those two things that I do that with the most are showering and eating. And so putting them both together means that I have more time for both. And it just feels really good. And also like the thing that I find particularly freeing about eating in the shower, which I think Brian will learn to love perhaps, is that... Hmm. You can get as messy as you want Mm -hmm. while eating because you are in the shower. Mm -hmm. And so you can be eating something super sloppily. Like, I love, I think I heard this, maybe it was from you, Micah, or maybe it was from somebody else, that people like to eat oranges in the shower Mm -hmm. because, like, first of all, exhibit A, like, when you eat an orange, also, like, you know, there's, like, orange like sweet orange essential oil that like gets into your shower and so it also like smells really good like aromatherapy but also it's like eating an orange is this carnal thing that is also really messy and so when you're also in the shower you're just free to be like as animal as you want to be and that's really how I feel about it like when I was drinking coffee in the shower I was able to rinse out my mug when I was done right so nice it was amazing and you're you're like we've talked before, you and I, and then Brian uh, completely disregarded our feelings and harmed <laughs> our trust. We've talked about how sticky fingers, like stickiness mm-hmm. between fingers, is so awful, and that's not yeah. something you have to worry about when you're in the shower. You can just no. come, like you you don't have to worry about it at all if you are eating an orange, which is one of the objects or that rather the the food 
options that does end up sort of making that can make that sticky feeling between your fingers. You don't got to worry about it. And that is so nice. No, I would eat pancakes in the shower. Yes, 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 yes. This sort of is kind of what I want to get into. I think this is what I want to talk about for the meat of this show. I really believe that over the course of the next couple days, I envision that we should do this for three days. I think that we should increase difficulty eating in the shower. I think we should start out, Brian, I bought us two Soylents, and so tomorrow morning we can both have a Soylent in our shower. That's like square one. That's like the easiest thing to do in the shower. And then, like, on the third day, which will be, like, Saturday, that's when, like, we eat, like, a whole plate of food in the shower. Yes! I love it! I don't know what's in the middle, though. Uh, I was thinking like a bowl of cereal, like a bowl of something. A bowl of cereal or a bowl of mixed fruit. Mm. That would be actually, I think that would be choice uh, if you did a bowl of mixed fruit because you're going to get that sort of aromatherapy uh, experience at the same time as getting the sustenance. Or maybe if we were going to do like several oranges. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Or or like a yogurt parfait that has fruit on top of it, something like that. So you got like, you got some crunchy oatmeal in there, some yogurt and fruit all together. Uh, Yeah, I I like the idea of it being in a bowl. That's a a good idea. Uh, Yeah, because I feel like the, the difficulty level is i feel like there's three factors there's what container it's in because like a cup is an easy container a bowl is slightly harder because you need to use a bowl and a spoon and then a plate is even harder because you have to hold the plate and use like a fork or a spoon and then also it's like about the number of components in the thing yes absolutely because if you have a bowl and it's full of one component like just fruit that's not as difficult as say eating hash browns and fried eggs right yeah on a plate and in fact that's why uh, like the one of the most bizarre things that i've eaten in the shower is actually not that bizarre if you look at the truge uh shower dining scale of difficulty um because (laughs) i like to eat spaghetti in I, i should say i have liked to eat spaghetti in the shower from time to time I feel like that's the double black diamond level of eating in the shower. <laughs> it's really it's not too it's not too difficult because it is it's one component. Um, like my my spaghetti my pasta tends to be it is uh, the pasta itself and then a some sort of pasta sauce and it's already mixed together. It doesn't sit on top for me. Um, right. And then you know maybe it's got some meat in there, but nothing is sort of separated. And so it really is just like you get this like nice acidic uh, flavor from the tomato and it is uh, also filling and it's pretty easy to sort of do that. But yes, you're right. If you've got four or five different things on your plate, that becomes a whole nother experience. And, you know, you could end up getting, I think, a little overwhelmed um, if, if, if not uh, done properly. Yeah. And I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I also think that it would solve the problem. I don't think I could do spaghetti because that's not a breakfast food. But it's like one of the problems with spaghetti is that I can never eat it as fat. Like it gets cold as I get to the bottom of the spaghetti. Yeah. But if you're in a hot, steamy shower... It probably regulates the temperature. Aha, that's a good point. I've never really cons- I, again, being the person who doesn't much care about about like the the sort of experience of the food in many ways, 
cold food doesn't bother me. Like oftentimes my food does end up getting cold. I mean, I feel the same way. Cold food really doesn't bother me. But I know about this, Brian. And I'm curious, Brian, um, what are some other concerns that you have? So assuming that we've solved the one wherein you're worried about food getting wet, it's all about that technique, all about placement of the body. Uh, what else? What else ails you? Where would the food go when I'm doing something else? I, uh, I I did a test run of this just before we got on the mic. I took a shower and I brought in with me a uh, an old fashioned that I just made, and it was quite tasty. And I, I've done the shower beer before. That's pleasant because it's the contrast of hot and cold. Uh, and the beer is sufficiently ensconced enough from the water that I wasn't worried about. Um, water getting into the food or drink and ruining it. My thing with the old-fashioned that I just had was it's a sip and drink. It's not a chug-chug-chug drink. It's a, like, sip, appreciate, oh, yes, Angostura Betas kind of drink. <laughs> and I was extremely nervous because I had it in a rocks glass, which is very, very open at the top. I have a little shelf in my shower that I'm able to put it on. Uh, there were two things I was very anxious about. One, again, body placement, water ricocheting off my body and into the thing. Even if I uh, navigate the water onto me in a way that the water itself doesn't go straight from the faucet to the glass, I can't believe I'm thinking this hard about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, even if I angle the water directly from the faucet away from the drink, it could still come off of me, it could still come off the uh, curtain, it could still come off the wall, things like that that could still get in the thing. I was so, so nervous about it. So it's a sip and drink. It's something that you're not going to be able to like finish as the first thing you do when you get into the shower. So well, I feel like I feel like an old-fashioned is a bad choice. I think that's a bad shower beverage. Okay, so I try your thing and then you criticize my... Cho- <laughs> but also, I've done this before like with a cup of coffee and I was like done for a second while I like put shampoo in my hair. I just like put it on the sink, like the counter next to the shower. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. You do that. Shower dining architecture... Uh, or rather, rather, bathroom architecture plays into shower dining. Um, right. There, here's the thing, though, that I need to start with. The optimum or optimal, I'm not sure which one uh, here, shower diner um, is one who is not considering, like, water angle and velocity from the body. Like, you can't be... It, it, this is like you got to put on your Tommy Bahama uh, oversized uh, Hawaiian shirt and just chill, brother. Just chill out. Yeah, you can't be that precious about it. Yeah, exactly. Like I know that when I set and I have um, I've got multiple ledges, and things like that in my shower on which to put uh, objects of, of consumption. And one of mine like I'm, I'm a pretty tall person and so even whenever my cup of coffee or or what have you is sitting up above uh on the shelf my hair could technically still bounce like water into the cup and i just like again it's it's not like if, if you're if you're worried about that then you're sort of going into it i think with the wrong mindset or it may just be that it's like it's genuinely not for you but i think while you're trying this while we're doing this investigative journalism uh sorry investigative breakfast journalism um thank you try to put yourself in the again the tommy bahama uh shirt mindset and just chill while you're doing it because that is a that's a legitimate concern if you have that concern but uh the likelihood of of you know 
enough water getting into the thing from bouncing off of a part of your body is low enough in the span in which you are consuming whatever it is that it shouldn't be too much of an issue. And like I've left a shower with still like a half of a glass of of whatever cold beverage I may have brought in and still, you know, finish drinking it. But yeah, like I've got surfaces outside of my shower if I need to set something out there. Um and that that works just fine. I mean Brian, you seemed really bothered by the yeah, idea of that? putting something outside of the shower. Are you okay? What's wrong with you that? You two are heathens that open your shower in the middle of the shower. I mean, I can't believe you. Wait, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Also, your shower curtain like sticks to the person in the shower. So you should want that. A moment of solitary reprieve. (laughs) Oh, my God. So there are two problems I have with opening the shower curtain while you're taking a shower. One, you're introducing cold air into the very hot shower, which ruins the experience of the shower. And two, you're letting water splatter, splatter everywhere that's not the shower, which is the point of the shower curtain. What kind of shower do you have? You need to direct the water away from the shower curtain. That one's simple. I don't understand what kind of shower It's not even about aiming the thing out into the bathroom. It's that the, like, if you open up the shower curtain, you get a lot more water particles everywhere that's not the shower you do not okay want you're that. assuming that you have to like dramatically as if you are a serial killer coming at someone inside of a shower you have to dramatically pull the curtain all the way open like fling it open and say i'm gonna stick my arm out to set down this drink you just sort of open it up a little bit and set your drink outside or whatever it is that you're then it doesn't even it doesn't there's no splatter but like splatter. also we need to talk about do you have like uh, a, a jet fan, uh, a jet exhaust fan in your bathroom or like an open window or an open door? What's causing your bathroom to get so cold in the space outside of the shower? Because when I take a shower, my whole bathroom becomes uh, a, a a warm place. And so like opening up the shower curtain doesn't introduce cold air because it's all just sort of like I'm I'm in the same room. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. The temperature difference is great enough that opening the shower curtain breaks the illusion of the shower. How? What's going on? What What's wrong with your bathroom? <laughs> I wish you could be inside my brain for but a minute. Just for 60 seconds so you can see what I'm dealing with. Brian's bathroom is a nightmare. His shower is so powerful that it, like, makes my skin skin turn bright red after I take a shower. You need to turn down that pressure. It's a good amount of pressure. You feel good. No wonder you're concerned about water splashing everywhere. You don't have a Tommy Bahama shower pressure is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You just need your Tommy. You need the Tommy Bahama brand shower head. Oh my god! I'm gonna get Brian like a like some swim trunks that have like a Hawaiian print yes. on them. These are your shower eating pants, and then they'll have pockets where you can keep your snacks, Brian. <laughs> Here's where you put your granola bar for the shower. You know, one time, <laughs> this is nothing to be proud of, um, so please do not replicate the shower dining experience because it will ruin everything for you. I was hungry, and I didn't have – I wanted to be in the shower. I was like, I want to be in the shower. I'm happy in the shower. I'm stressed right now, <laughs> but I'm hungry, so I know I need to eat something. Folks, I took <laughs> a, 
Oh my god. I took a bag of instant oatmeal into the shower. No. No, no, no. I didn't put I did not put hot water into it from the shower, I promise you. Because that would be one step too far. But I just ate from the bag of instant oatmeal. Micah, that is somehow worse. It's it's (laughs) what? I think it's worse to just like hold it up to the shower head and like pour in hot water. I mean like sometimes I drink shower water. I feel like people sometimes do that, right? Yeah, on accident. I no, I don't ever no. do it on purpose. A- accidentally, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just had a, a nice bag of instant oatmeal in the shower. It was not my proudest moment, but guess what? It filled me up and shut my tummy up, so I was happy. And also, you you have admitted that you're not like a food person. Yes, exactly. Here is my thesis statement. For Truge, it sounds like it's a therapeutic experience to be in the shower and eat something. For Micah, in addition to being therapeutic and enjoyable, it sounds like it's more out of convenience for you that you get to kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. For me, neither of those things are true. I shower begrudgingly and because society tells me to and because my armpits tell me I have to. I eat because I love eating and I want to enjoy the act of sitting, eating, smelling, cooking, all of the good things that come with that. Combining those two does not make either experience better. Oh, that's a false. What if I got you a shower seat? That's interesting. What? I wait. I have. I just. I have a knit to pick, which is that pick, pick your knit. You you can't you can't put a swathing like a wide swathing uh, umbrella statement like it does not improve the experience of eating at all because um, eating involves many of your senses. And one of those senses is smell, and that is scientifically heightened for many flavors, or rather for many scents. The um, the little molecules of food, they travel across the little droplets of water that make up steam. And that's why whenever you, you eat an orange in the shower, those little bits of, of orange essence that, that break away from the orange whenever you're peeling it and whenever you're pulling it apart, they actually adhere to the water particles that are in the air. And so they can travel further and they can sort of go out in a, in a bigger cloud. And that's why it hits you and sort of becomes part of the shower experience. And so that applies to not just oranges, but other foods that will, you know, release uh, essentially these little uh, scent molecules out into the air. So while it may be the case for some foods, it is not the case for all foods that the experience is not heightened at all, because in the, in the case of scent, it absolutely is in several cases. Wow. I just got scienced. What do you have to say <laughs> to that, Brian? I say Yay. <laughs> Good. You, that's what you can you can sort of like. Here's the deal. I don't. I I can only speak for myself, and Truge may have a different feeling about this. But I can speak for Brian. Okay. Well, I was just gonna say, like, for me, Brian, my goal is not to get you uh, coming back whenever this experience has taken place and saying, uh, well, I'm going to eat my foot because I was totally wrong and shower dining is the best (laughs) shower dining TM is the best thing that's ever existed ever. What I would like is just for you to try it and try it with good faith. Try it by putting yourself into the mindset that this isn't the most horrible thing, sort of being open-minded about it and just seeing if there's anything about it that you might like. Now, as for Truge, can't speak for Truge, maybe she wants you to to end up loving this so much. But for me, I just want you to be (laughs) open-minded about it. 
Brian, yeah, I, I think that I, I've been trying to explain this episode to Brian, and he immediately said yes because it meant recording a podcast with you, Oh, hi. Hello. Ever Hello. since I, Ever since we've started discussing it, Brian has been, like, clearly not excited about the idea. And Brian, I just, I, my hope for you is that you realize that this is not the worst experience you could possibly have. And I already made you eat chia seed pudding. So, <laughs> so you've had your worst experience. Wow. Yeah. You're right. I'll give it a shot. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. Uh, I don't like fruits. I'm allergic to fruits. So like all of that is out the window. Oh, no. Uh, all fruit? Raw fruit. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm okay with like, I can eat cooked food. F- food. I can, I can I eat can cooked eat food. food. <laughs> yes, I will indeed eat my cooked foot, Micah. Can you eat fruit by the foot? <laughs> yes. yes. <gasps> Wait. Do that. That's brilliant. Do that. I would like to send you to a video that I believe has changed. It, it, it's been a formative experience for my shower eating, and I didn't even realize it until we were recording this episode how much this video has affected me. So it is in the Skype chat. I swear if you rickroll me, I'm hanging up. This is not a rickroll. This is from one of my favorite movies of all time called Gummo uh, from 1997. It's made by Harmony Corrine, uh, who wrote the movie Kids and uh, wrote and directed the movie Spring Breakers. Spring Break, that one. Uh, he makes some of the weirdest movies you'll ever see. What is that water? So this is a movie I saw years ago uh, when I was in school. This is gross. <laughs> I'm already really worried. Uh, so for people who are not going to be watching along, because I don't blame you if you don't, it's a kid uh, taking a bath. It's very voyeuristic. That's that's kind of what this movie's all about. This movie was shot over the course of one day. Ew, why is he rubbing his ear so hard? Ew, what is... <laughs> no! No! Don't scratch at that. <gasps> I hate this. I hate this. So this is one of my favorite movies ever. It's uh, it's about a small town that was ravaged by a tornado some years before, and it's been poverty-stricken. Uh, there is uh, a bunch of stuff going on. The movie has no plot. It's just a guy running around with a camera doing a bunch of things. Um, but the reason this is relevant and the reason that I believe that this subconsciously messed with me, because I haven't thought about this movie in quite a long time. But uh, as oh, we are at right now... The uh, the mother <laughs> is serving her son spaghetti and milk. Spaghetti in the bathtub. Those Barbie dolls. What the heck? Oh, just wait. The next. I think it's the next shot where you get like the punchline to the scene, which is one of my favorite shots of all time. There's a piece of bacon tape to the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is all we need to watch because uh, he proceeds to eat that food. Um, this is like trash cinema art house to the max. Yeah. Man, I want spaghetti. This is a movie I saw years ago. It was pretty formative for me in terms of like filmmaking and storytelling. This whole movie was shot over the course of like 36 hours or something. It's something ridiculous like that. Um, I pretty much don't believe in baths, but um, that said, like if I were ever in a situation where I could be in a in a bath that like recycled the water constantly, so I'm not sitting in my own soup. Um, I could see that, of course, in a very clean bath and no bacon tape to the wall. It would be incredibly relaxing to just sort of be laying or sitting down in the bath and have a plate of food and like a glass of wine and just sort of be able to soak in this hot water and let your muscles relax while you consume some spaghetti. Yeah. And Brian, I think that would take away some of the concern that you've had on like you like to sit down and eat and you don't want to worry about the water getting in the way, all that stuff like the water is below you. It's not involved 
evolve with <laughs> yeah so but also I, th- I think that the challenge for this week and needs to be eating in the shower oh absolutely yes. yeah yeah don't no no cheating um i was just saying like this i could see being an okay thing this could be brian's version of shower dining yeah the one that works for you because i yeah obviously that was very unsettling and i can see why that affected <laughs> yeah. you so much uh, so I do the red wine and bath thing. I really enjoy it. I'll listen to Plans by Death Cab for Cutie because that's what I do. I've also pasted another uh, Gummo video in the chat if you want to watch no. this. I really do don't. It. I, no. I want to talk about our plan for the next three days. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to watch? It's two little cowboys hanging out Mm-mm. and playing with a rabbit. Nope. No, not at all. So tomorrow morning we're going to be drinking Soylent in the shower. Brian, are you coming to my place uh, today? Maybe. I might. What time is it? It's nine. Oh, no. There it was again, that high-pitched. Maybe. How are you? How are you gonna get Soylent if you don't come over? Well, I already took a shower tonight. I'm. I, I also. Hey, elephant in the room. Come over. Her parents aren't home. <laughs> Brian, we're recording a podcast where we eat in the shower every morning. This is investigative breakfast journalism. Uh, wait. What's the elephant in the room? Go. Go forth of that elephant in the room i am a night showerer i mean i'm also a night showerer but like i care about our very good breakfast podcast Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm hearing maybe someone doesn't want to make sacrifices for the sake of breakfast (gasps) journalism oh my god micah Sargent, and doesn't want to win what is a truge quick what is the breakfast journalism version of the pulitzer prize it has to be a pun it's that you get to be right Oh, I thought, it, I thought it'd be like the, I don't know. I can't think of anything. The Chia Pudding <laughs> The Pulitzer prize. prize. That's what it is. The Pulitzer Prize. Uh, yeah. So, Brian, you, you're going to switch things around, right? So you can try this breakfast in the shower thing, right? Brian. Well, depending, again, I can't speak for for uh, Truja's um, uh, utility bill, but you can do a short like this is my shower dining shower and then later is my this is my cleaning myself shower yeah i don't pay for water i just pay for electricity brian i'm upset with you we're fighting oh bum 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 okay fine i'll go over tonight i'll take a shower in your shower and i'll do the breakfast journalism what did you think we were going to do tomorrow i don't know something (sighs) Welcome back to Dr. Phil. Uh, we have we have uh, Brian Hamilton here who is just unwilling to make sacrifices for the sake of breakfast journalism. And uh, Truge, I just want to know, what are your feelings about this matter? My feelings are that this is the episode where we break up. Oh my god! Sorry, I broke character. Oh, man, that is quite the revelation there. Um, you know, I really suggest that uh, we give we give Brian another try. I think what Brian needs here is another shot at making things right. And I really have faith that he's going to do it. Brian, what do you think? You think you can do this? I think I could. Hang on. I'm not, I'm not Dr. Phil in this scenario. Yes, I think I can do this, Dr. Phil, with your bushy mustache <laughs> and suit jacket. Um, I will... Try it in the name of your Dr. Phil TV show, <laughs> Phil. 
person. Is your first name Phil or last name Phil? I don't know. They're both Phil. Since, okay, so since Brian's definitely in a planning mood, which he always is. Um, Ooh, wow. Okay. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about our, our meal challenges this week. Because I think we're going to start with Soylent, but then like, and then we do like a bowl of fruit. I, I want to know like, where would a breakfast sandwich fit in on the difficulty scale? I feel like that's really hard. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was going to say that's, okay, it depends on the breakfast sandwich. Um, I have in mind like one of those breakfast sandwiches you can get from Starbucks where everything is sort of made so that it perfectly fits underneath the bread and, mm, you know, no, sort of No, 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 no. I'm talking like a homemade breakfast Oh, sandwich. yeah. That's going to be difficult because... You... you have to keep it together and you can't even have a plate. Exactly. I think that's actually, I think the difficulty goes something in a cup or a bottle, then in a bowl, then in a plate, and then no plate. Yes, no plate is level four, triple diamond. So maybe that should be our like bonus, bonus Jonas last day challenge. Oh my goodness. If you do the bonus Jonas last day challenge on a Sunday, I will be so proud. Um, and wow. I will award you both medals of uh, shower dining valor um, because you completed the bonus Jonas challenge. No lying about it. I believe you both and trust that you'll be honest that uh, you did complete the challenge because you're right. Um, if it's something that sort of is held together all on its own, a sandwich is actually ideal in that way. If it's that kind, because you don't have to think about how to pick it up or how to move right. it around but a sandwich is at its best whenever you can enjoy all the components at once that's what makes the sandwich right. so great and so if you have one that falls apart or is multiple things you got to use more than that but also breakfast sandwiches are really messy yeah and that's true too but as we've mentioned in the shower it's okay to be me a messy messy fool Wow, I really think we figured something out here. As long as you don't clog your shower drain with egg or anything like that. I love this. All right, so let's let's do. One, I'm going to do one last little uh, sort of explanation of each of the days and give you know a quick tip on on each of them, um, and and sort of explain how the shower dining philosophy works. So. Um, if you are doing a shower dining team experience in which you are just taking the shower for the sake of having that nice hot uh, water and steam experience while you consume something, then this does not apply. If you are doing a shower that will eventually become a clean yourself shower experience, then this does apply. Um, when you get into the shower, the first thing that you're going to start with is whatever uh, item you're looking to consume. Now, if that is a if that is an actual food item, my recommendation for you is to start with that and you know eat mm. it, eat it, and and experience it and love it and enjoy it, and then after it's gone, then you clean yourself up. Now, if it is a beverage item that rule sort of flies out the window because you have more of an opportunity to let that be part of the showering experience over the course of the day. Or, or, or no, mm -hmm. Please don't spend the whole day in the shower over the course of the, I the time. I want to. That'll be our next challenge. <laughs> you need to be in the shower all day. So on day one, whenever you have a, a liquid beverage or, or a semi-liquid beverage, in many cases, a smoothie or coffee or uh, Soylent or something like that, um, my recommendation is to, since this is like your first day, you're getting used to things, uh, 
remember the shower dining diagram. So you're going to, you know, turn on the water and then turn away from the stream um, and then go ahead and start sipping on your beverage. And if you decide that, you know, it's taking you longer and you need to continue to shower, then you can set it down. No worries. Go ahead and set it down. Don't think about the water flying off of your body or other surfaces and running into the, the cup somehow. Uh, just go ahead and continue to take your shower. One thing that I recommend for someone who's not, because coffee is one that will cling to those uh, water molecules and sort of fill the air. Um, mm -hmm. Another delicious beverage to have in the shower is peppermint tea. Oh, wow. It's so good. It's so good. It just, it's just, it's lovely. It is uh, calming. It is also sort of energizing as well. Um, so like it calms you down, but makes you feel more alert, if that makes sense. Um, right. It's just like a nice alertness that, that sort of comes forth. So that's uh, everything you need to know for day one. Now, day two, as we've noted, things are getting a little bit more difficult. Maybe you're taking a bowl of cereal into the shower, which I do quite frequently. Uh, or you chia pudding or oatmeal or some other wow. thing, fruit in a bowl. Um, <clears throat> with this one... Go ahead and make sure that you know the uh, bathroom architecture that you got, you know, that you're working with, whether you mm, make a plan, make a plan. Exactly. Whether you're going to very lightly open up the shower curtain, not like a serial killer and put the, the bowl outside once you're done. Or, you know, if you're uh, if you decide that you want to sort of break things up, then that works, too. Uh, but, yeah, make a plan so you know where the thing can go whenever you're not uh, holding it. But again, I recommend from day two on start the shower uh, with the consumption of whatever it is you're having and sort of live it up, love it up. And by doing that, like there, uh, there's almost like a stress introduced if you sort of try to mix things. These are two different experiences. One is eating in the shower, shower dining, and one is cleaning yourself in the shower. And mm. if you try to do both of those in a way that makes you stressed out, if you're not an advanced shower diner, then it can it can kind of ruin the experience. So that's my recommendation. Now, day three is the uh, well is is among the most difficult days. Um, this is a plate with many different components on it. So you might have eggs and bacon and uh, jam on toast or what have you. Uh, the only thing that I would say here is depending on the items that you have, if you especially if you have like a bread item. You definitely, definitely, definitely want to do the thing that I've recommended so far, which is to mm -hmm. start by eating. Because those items will uh, take some of the humidity that's in the air and soak them up. And that's not that doesn't make for a very good piece of toast when it becomes bread again. Although that's an argument that Brian and I have uh, <laughs> had before, that bread that becomes toast cannot become bread again. But I disagree. Um and last but, wow. right? last but not least is the bonus Jonas round, which I'm so excited about. You're bringing a breakfast sandwich into the shower. You are well on do your it. way. Yes, Truge. Yes, you're well on your way to shower it. dining excellence. And I believe that by combining what you've learned in day one through day three, you're totally going to pull it off. I don't have any other advice for you other than to just like, just live in it, be open-minded and be aware of where the water is in relation to your food and your body. And then you're going to be just fine. It's going to be great. Turn on the Tommy Bahama. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep that, keep that Tommy Bahama mindset and you're going to rock this. Wow, I feel so empowered. Micah is so inspirational. Even I feel like I can do it now. Oh, good. I have faith, Brian. I have faith. You're going to pull it off. 
should we have people join us on this adventure? If you so desire, dear, dear listener, who I love dearly, if you also want to eat food in your shower with Micah, Truge, and I, you are more than welcome to. You can tweet at M-I-M podcast, most important meal podcast, uh, at underscore Brian Hamilton, at Allison Truge, at Micah Sargent. All of us, all four of those accounts would love to hear about your shower dining experiences for the next week. Uh, what's what's their scorecard? We've got uh, something in a bottle, something on a plate, and that uh, something something in a bottle, something in a bowl, something on a plate, something with no plate. All right, so that's our bonus Jonas challenge at the end, and then we get to uh, enjoy lots of food and podcast together because we all love each other, right? I'm so excited. Micah is so important to this show. Oh, also, I want to say this show is so important to me. Micah is one of the only people that has reviewed our podcast on itunes (gasps) and i am offended with all of you listeners (laughs) i think there's like one other person that has reviewed our podcast so hey if you're listening to this and you like what you hear maybe think about doing that and maybe i'll like you just as much as my as i like micah Sargent. yeah yeah and hey i will like you just as much as truth likes micah Sargent if you review the show in apple podcasts because you should, because the show is fantastic and deserves all the love. Wow. Oh, Micah, you're so sweet. I'm so glad you're here, even if I'm extremely anxious <laughs> about what we're about to do.